Hello folks and welcome to this week's episode of Tales from the Shed. Yes, we are back in the shed recording this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you for joining me. This week's going to be a little bit different. So we're going to just roll the intro, grab yourself a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, whatever you drink, and listen to my dulcet tones in your ears for this week's show. Thank you. It's going to be different because I've got some a bit of a talking to do. Instead of talking about games, I want to talk about something else. And that something else is my mental health. This episode may be 10 minutes. This episode may be 20 minutes or it could be 40 minutes. I don't know. I do want to touch on what I've been playing this week. But I actually want to talk about a subject that's affected me for most of this year that actually has affected my gaming in the terms of playing and completing games. So let's kind of start from the beginning. Tales from the Shed or Desert Island Games kind of rebranded itself to be this podcast about me completing my backlog. Now this does have some context and does go somewhere so do bear with me as we go through this. And it really was that kind of thing. I would interview people, I would talk to people. However, the interviews and everything else that goes with it is a very difficult setup. So I wanted to talk about and record me completing my backlog. It was that simple. And it kind of works. It does what it's supposed to do. And it's enjoyable. Beginning of this year, I really did dive into a load of games. I think I completed six games up to about March, maybe seven maybe eight, I completed a few, more than I'd completed really previously, and I'd come to the attitude that it's okay to play a game while the next shiny thing is out. However, some incidents happened in my personal life, and I'm not going to go into too many details, but essentially uh, those who know me know that I'm a martial art instructor, and there's some stuff that have come out in the association that I'm part of that essentially has caused great problems. I always dreamed of being a school owner, a martial art instructor. I always wanted to do that and I've always wanted to stand in front of people and teach the martial art that I love and adore. I'm currently a fourth degree black belt. My family are all black belts and we do this venture together. Monday of, so a week Monday, which is just over recording or around recording time, a sort of week ago, I decided to go part-time along with part-time instructor. I've gone semi-professional in other words however this year has been difficult as i alluded to some things have been happening and it's caused me unknowingly sort of some problems in the background and what i mean by that is i really didn't realize how bad it's got until very much recently so as these problems developed and as these problems continued it seemed to have affected me more and more. And I should just premise the rest of this. None of this is scripted. This is purely just me talking to the microphone just to get this out there so you could understand where we are. I haven't even got bullet points. I have a coffee and that is it. Um, not you needed to know my coffee. It's a medium, medium dark roast, which it is today. That's the choice of coffee, just in case you were wondering. Um, anyway, back to my story. So these things have been going on in the background and uh, earlier this year I experienced what I would have classed as workplace bullying and I deemed my stress to work. I worked in quite a stressful job and I was a senior of a team and 
you know, it didn't feel like I was getting anywhere with my martial arts school in the sense of going full-time, part-time, whatever you want to call it. But I believed that the job was making me ill. I went to the doctors, got signed off, and I was signed off through stress-related problems. However, there was always something in the back of my mind that was always there. I couldn't put my finger on it. We went away to Florida in July, and that was the first time in a long time I felt normal. I felt myself. I felt like I was just me. And that's because I didn't have any worries of work or any worries of the club. I didn't, couldn't see or have these problems that was going on inside the association because I wasn't knee-deep in it. And then we returned, and I was still miserable at work changed jobs again and still miserable something still wasn't right something still wasn't clicking however recently i've been to the doctors i've spoken to them i've sat down and explained the situation silly things like um not silly things but i'd over engineer anxiety is what the doctor believes is going on so i'd look at a roller coaster when we were in disney world and i would think of the most drastic disgusting thing that could happen and I'd stop myself from going on it things like that and I promise you this will have a relation to gaming and where we are with that but just please bear with me so as I've said miserable at work miserable there miserable here miserable everywhere and I was I was taken out of my family and I just wasn't me and still to this day I can't believe it's taken me this long to realize the problem or part of the problem as i said i over engineer anxiety and i got to the point where i went back to the doctor recently we tried all the natural remedies and we tried everything that we could and uh, you know intervention and all of that kind of stuff and the natural stuff just wasn't working so as of last week, as of recording, I've been put on a course of medication and will be on this medication for the next three to six months. I, my mental health is pretty poor in the sense that this thing and the association that I'm part of, that I've been part of 22 years, has ruined my mental health. However, and I should just say, not however, we are leaving the association as of Monday. So as of recording, we're still in, but when this goes out, we'll be out. So I'm removing that from my life. So that's kind of a very brief overview, and I can't go into too much because I, I don't have long enough here, and maybe one day as a private episode that I release, if I do a Patreon or something like that, maybe one day I'll go into to the entire story, the saga of 2023, and how this year has really, really hit me. So, how does this have anything to do with gaming? Well, similar to the roller coaster situation, I would basically, in a new scenario, my brain would overwork. It would over-engineer the anxiety to a point where I would need to know what happens next. And you may have an inkling of where this is going. So, for example, there are games that I played many hours but not got very far. And one of those games is Dark Souls 3. I adore the Souls series, and when I was younger, I played Demon's Souls. Not a problem. But as I've got older and the anxieties grew, I have can't play through Souls games because I'm scared of losing the Souls. I can't play through 
single player style, sorry, sort of battle royale games unless I'm with friends because I'm scared of losing the resources. It really has got to a point where my brain is at the point where every time I'm playing a new game, unless I look something up, I can't play it. I can't do it. Or I should say I couldn't this year. Throughout the summer, I really struggled to push myself through games that, you know, might be a little bit suspenseful, a bit scary, or, you know, something like a Souls game. Elden Ring is the prime example. I love that game, but 50 hours in and not really got that far, not really completed it, because I need to know what happens next. I need to spoil the game before I play it. This anxiety drives me nuts, and it's drove me nuts that I can't get through it. Earlier this year, before all of this ever kicked off, I essentially was just playing games and enjoying them. Now I'm anxious about the next game coming out, and now I'm also anxious about, am I doing, what am I got to do next in this game? So, yeah, that's how it's affected me and my gaming. That's how we're at this point where I'm sitting in my shed again, talking into a microphone and hoping that someone out there can relate or just wants to talk about it. However, I have been put, as I said, I've been put on a course of medication and I'm hoping these meds help. They are making me feel ill, a little bit rough, um, waiting for my body to kind of climatize to them. But I'm hoping one step and one day at a time I can get there, you know, and just work on what I'm doing. I really enjoy this podcast. I really enjoy playing games and talking about the gaming industry. And I don't know, maybe Tales from the Shed just needs to be a bit looser. We'll see. But there's no, I don't put any pressure on me. I only put pressure on me when I'm playing a game that I don't know what's coming. It's weird. So, you know, it's, it's hopefully nothing will change and we will just crack on as normal. So that's where I am health-wise. Mentally, you know, I'm a little bit in the toilet and we're working on it physically. I'm, I'm good. So we're going to battle through this and we're going to take it one step at a time. I've got a great supportive network and we will get there. So, you know, I think this is a true never word or true never word be spoke that we really uh you know just need to talk about it and my god i'm finally at the point where i can talk about it where actually i'm not ashamed that i have got you know something going on that needs treatment so there you go that's kind of where i've been i've glossed over it in about 10 minutes um you know i'm still trying to understand this myself and don't really understand how i can essentially put it into words i just know that i need to work slowly to beat it and beat it i will so i want to talk a little bit about what i have been playing over the last couple of weeks uh, there wasn't an episode last week i just wasn't comfortable about recording um, however i did pick up spider-man 2 which did lead me down the route of picking up or playing miles morales so i'm playing this on ps5 i don't own the pc version i completed the first spider-man 2018 whatever you know was a great game on pc um a lot of fun and i'm playing miles morales on ps5 and i'll play spider-man 2 on ps5 and this is a very early impression i think it runs for about eight hours which is great and i think 
I think when I last looked, I'm about 28% done. Probably been playing for about three or four hours, so probably a little bit more than halfway. You know, it's your usual open world stuff, lots of collectibles to collect and lots of stuff to do, which is great. Um, and it really does look like or feel like that Insomniac took some stuff on board and really gave Miles his own personality when it comes to web swinging, um, which is great. Um, and by the way, before I go on, there may be some story spoilers, if I remember. I haven't done a lot of notes to this, but I do want to warn people there could be some spoilers for Mars Morales. There's a lot of good in this game. Graphically on PS5, it's bloody stunning. It really is. Um, I love my PS5 and really wish I'd invested in one sooner. I have an Xbox Series S that just sits there collecting dust. And quite frankly, I keep thinking about getting rid of it but or turning it into an emulation station. Don't know. Haven't thought that far through. But Miles Morales is... Uh, Miles himself is a very sort of upbeat, chirpy boy. Uh, love the kind of attitude and the comparisons between the Spider-Man and the differences, sorry, not comparisons between the Spider-Mans is great. Um, and I think that's a really cool thing that you do feel like, even though you're in the same city and you're swinging around in the same kind of way, it's nice that Miles feels like his own character. He feels like he can hold on, on his own game, not just align with Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Same thing, collectible suits. You've got the Into the Spider-Verse suit, which I'm working towards getting. Um, and you've got different gadgets. You've got remote mine. You've got a gravity bomb, which I haven't used yet. Uh, a decoy dr um, drone. And then you've got your web shooters. And Miles has a venom punch. That's his kind of shtick, if you like. Uh, it's an electric charge punch, which does big damage, which is nice. The combat feels a lot more fluid. It feels a lot more like your... You're able to combo stuff. You're able to dodge things a little bit quicker. And you're able to make Miles move and dance through the combat. Like it's some choreography fight scene. Which is really cool in the grand scheme of things. They really did tighten up the combat. The tighten up the combat in Spider-Man uh, 2018 or 2016, whenever it was out, is good. 2018 is really good. Like it is solid. However... This is just a little bit more fluid. Same with the web swinging. Like, Miles moves through Manhattan in, in just a different way, but everything just seems to be more fluid and faster. He has the ability to use his Venom power um, as, like, a boost, and it's really cool. Like, you can get a nice kind of, like, boost through Manhattan to give you speed, but it's just a little bit different in the way that the moving, the fighting works. And, and that, that's enough to, to make that change and warrant playing through the DLC. I think the thing that isn't different is the usual open world collect-a-thon. You are going, you know, you've got your different things. Unlike uh, the backpacks and stuff from Spider-Man, you've got other bits to collect. They're part of a time capsule uh, of you and um, a character called Finn's um, backgrounds. Um, and then you've got different reactors to shut down because, you know, Bad man has power generators, of course. Um, and then there's some other activities like combat stuff that all build towards XP and allowing you to move towards building out your character with light RPG elements. That's what this is. It's an open world game with some light RPG elements. Um, the story essentially takes place... I don't think it's like not just long after. I don't know what the time frame is. I just had a very quick look on my phone, and it looks to be considered about a 10-month gap between the end of Spider-Man and Miles Morales um, to kind of give everyone 
spoiler warning uh you know we you pick up and the family the mum is running for district or she's running for councillor she's running for something um and she's looking after the district i don't really take much attention to that it might even be president but however you've got your bad guy you've got a You've got your definite bad guy groups, which is ran by one person. Again, not really pays attention to his name, or his name hasn't been mentioned that much. Or you've got the tinkerers group where they're bad, but they're morally good, and they stand for the right reason, but they're bad. And then you find out big twist, and I'm not going to do the big twist until we've completed the game, but you find out something that kind of then aligns miles's kind of sort of reasoning for it and then you find out some other stuff about who the prowler is and so on and so forth which i think the prowler is mentioned in the first spider-man game so i'm gonna actually keep the story quite light because i haven't finished it and we can do a roundup uh, next episode once it's all been completed i just wanted to put it on the radar that actually it's it's really good it's a lot of fun and it's been one of the games I've just been sort of sucking into while everything else has been going on and just gradually playing it and enjoying it. Um, and we can go into more once I'm done. As I said, probably got about another two or three hours left and we'll all be good to go. So that's Mars Morales. Would love to know if you played it. It's a bit of an impression, uh, just a bit of a rambling about it. Would love to know if you played it, finished it, completed it. Whatever you've been doing, it's uh, in it. Would would love to know your thoughts. Uh, the reason I should say this, the reason why I'm doing this is because essentially I want to go into Spider-Man 2 knowing all the story. I don't want to just, I believe there's like a maybe a recap at the beginning of Spider-Man 2, but I want to know that information before I jump in. So if they're connected, if they're not connected, you know, I, I suspect they follow on from the, the first game, but I don't know how much of Miles Morales will be involved. I know Miles Morales is in the second Spider-Man. But at the same time, I want to make sure that, you know, I've got enough information and I'm armed to jump into Spider-Man 2 and not actually worry. I think my plan each week is to add what's on my radar, what's out there that's caught my eye and what I fancy playing at some point. And this week, it's a Star Ocean game. I already have one on my Steam account, which I believe, if I just check my phone, if Steam loads, oh, it does. Look at that. Um, I already have on my Steam account. Um, not Sea of Stars. Why are you not showing up? This is making great content. This is literally me looking at my my phone. Anyway, the one that's on my radar is Star Ocean, the second story R. The one that's in my library is Star Ocean, the Last Hope. That's what's in my library, the 4K remake or whatever it is. So this is on my radar. This looks absolutely flipping stunning. It's one of those games that's been done in the 2D HD uh, like style. Octopath Traveler and... Um, yeah, Octopath Traveler, Triangle Strategy, those games. This is well and truly on my radar. It's currently £40. I can get it a little bit cheaper elsewhere. And I am... Tempted to either pick it up on Switch or on Steam Deck. I think it will look stunning on the OLED Switch, but this is looking gorgeous. Every review that I've seen is absolutely praising the balls off this game, and I think it's going to be one of those games that at some point we need to be grabbing. It's been verified for Steam Deck, which is great. There's no single player needs the internet bullcrap like EA games uh, and Ubisoft games. It looks magnifico. It just looks really, really good, and... 
from what I understand, it's the second game in the Star Ocean series, and it's the one that's revered by fans. Um, so Steam gives us this little blurb, brought to, to life in a unique 2.5D aesthetic, which fuses 2D pixel characters with 3D environments. This remake includes everything that made the original release so great while adding new elements too. Experience new battle mechanics, full Japanese and English voiceovers, original and rearranged music, fast travel, and so much more. Discover the definitive version of the classic but modernized JRPG that's perfect newcomers and fans alike. This does look really, really good. Genuinely, it looks stunning. Uh, from what I've seen online and what people are discussing and talking about, these really have done a remake, or they've done a remake, and they've kind of set the bar for JRPG remakes, which is great because... We've just had the Metal Gear collection, and this is why I brought it up, because I would have said this week I'm excited for the Metal Gear collection. However, that's not looking great, and it's getting some really piss-poor reviews on Steam. So we're going to be looking at grabbing, at some point, once I've completed my next game, Star Ocean, the second story R. That's this week's game on my radar. I think before we wrap up, what I wanted to put together is the possibility of giving you a... I don't know why I want to do this, but I love managerial games and I love um, football manager games. I tried the F1 games and it's not really complicated enough for my, my liking. However, I was thinking about putting together a Podcast United and giving you weekly updates in the scores of how Podcast United does on Football Manager 2024. I recently picked it up as uh, part of, uh, you know, just thinking that might be a cool game to play, to, to run it on Steam Deck, to let people know how it runs. And I think actually what I might do is with the fans of the show, we make a team and we kind of go from there. Or I become a manager and just take over a team and we see what happens. It's been one of those things along with the Pokemon stuff that I want to do as part of the podcast and kind of give you weekly updates in my progression along with you know everything else I have discussed in today's show. I want to make some positive changes and add some of this infrequent content or frequent content that gives me some targets to work to. So hopefully as of next week's recording, I'll have sat down and played Summer Football Manager 2024 and some of you may not be interested in it and some of you may think, oh, okay, what is this? And we can kind of go from there to see how it sort of fits in really. So we'll see. However, I just want to thank everybody for listening to the show. I really appreciate it if you've been tuning in and just, yeah, if you're struggling, don't do what I did and bottle it up. Talk to someone. Because there are people out there that care and it's taken me a long time to realise that that my family are here to care, not, you know, be my punching bag. Figuratively, not literally. I um, I want to thank you all for, for tuning in in today's show. I really appreciate it. I know I've said thank you again. Um, and we'll see what happens going forward and hopefully this can make some positive changes to the show now that, you know, I can slowly work through these problems and these troubles. Thank you very much. You can check the podcast description where you can contact the show. Hit me up on Instagram, X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. You can email the show. We'd love to hear from you. And hopefully next week we'll have some, some funny stuff to discuss in the terms of what I've been playing in games. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <laughs>